From the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV, I'm Matt Rogers. This past June, the 2016 Van Cliburn International Piano Competition for Outstanding Amateurs took place in Fort Worth, Texas. Among six finalists selected was North Carolinian Gregory Knight. He's here with me in the studio. Also here, thanks to Signway Piano Gallery Charlotte and Greensboro, is Van Cliburn's own piano. So we have the privilege of hearing a Van Cliburn competition finalist, playing Van Cliburn's own piano. We'll also have a chance to hear from Mark Love of Steinway about this wonderful instrument. Welcome, Mark and Gregory. Good to have you both here. Thrilled to be here. Thank you. Gregory, let's start with you. What is it like sitting at and getting to play Van Cliburn's very own piano? Uh, It's like I was saying a moment ago. I'm not quite sure there's any words for it. Um, Ever since I was a small boy, Van Cliburn has always been a, a hero of mine. And to have the opportunity to actually sit here and basically sit where he sat and see what he saw, it's just, like I said, I'm not really sure I have any words for it. It's, it's amazing, and I can't believe I have the opportunity to do this. Yeah, you said as a, a boy uh, you had a great admiration for Van Cliburn. How did you even become familiar with Van Cliburn and start playing piano? Well, as far as becoming familiar with Van Cliburn, my father took me to Lenoran College when I was about 10 years old to start taking lessons there. And so we got that lined up, and afterwards, he wanted to stop at a department store there in Hickory, North Carolina, on the way home. And he was shopping for something, and so I went to the back of the store and started rummaging through. I found a a record selection, you know. And he came back and said, you know, if you want something, I'll get it for you. And there happened to be a Van Cliburn LP there. And so I said, I want this one, Dad. And so he he bought it for me, and I guess I listened to it two or three billion times times, mm-hmm. you know, wore it completely out. It had things like Claire Loon, Furlease, and so on. It was a wonderful thing. So, I, so from the very beginning, I, I started listening to the way he played and the way he interpreted things and the sound he would make out of the piano. I always thought it was just amazing. Yeah. And when did you start playing yourself? I started playing when I was about four years old. My mother uh, played piano. She uh, would sit and play, and I would crawl up on the bench and uh, watch her play. She tells me that I used to cry because I couldn't do what she was doing. Hmm. And I remember her distinctly telling me that, you know, Greg, if you learn to read music, then one day you'll be able to play anything you want to. And so I, I trusted her on that. And uh, That's worked out. Yeah, well, I can't play anything, but I, <laughs> I've, had a lot of, I've had a good time. <laughs> good. Well, let's hear this Van Cliburn piano. What are you going to play first? Uh, the first thing we're going to do here is the... Um, Chopin B-flat minor piano sonata. It's his uh, second piano sonata. It's the first movement. Okay. Gregory Knight playing the Van Cliburn piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV.
2016 Van Cliburn competition finalist Gregory Knight playing Van Cliburn's very own piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV. That was the Piano Sonata Number no. 2 in B-flat minor, Opus 35 by Chopin. Gregory, that was that was wonderful. Thank you, Matt. And, and, and am I correct that that was one of the pieces you played in the competition? Yes, it was. That was in the uh, the semifinals. Okay, wonderful, right. wonderful. Well, we'll we'll hear more from you in just a moment. I want to turn now to Mark Love of Steinway Piano Gallery, Charlotte and Greensboro. Mark, how in the world did you end up uh, getting your hands on this Van Cliburn piano? You know, Van Cliburn was really one of the iconic pianists of the 20th century. And a little back history for you on Van Cliburn. Uh, In his young 20s, he was already known. He was an up-and-coming pianist here in America, this tall Texan uh, who had appeared on the scenes. And uh, in 1958, uh, the Soviets had just launched Sputnik. Uh, The world was in the midst of the Cold War. And this tall Texan decides that he's going to uh, head to the Soviet Union to enter the uh, 1958 Tchaikovsky competition. And he has to do this in secrecy because at that time, um, an American going to the Soviet Union and then returning um, was going to raise questions and raise eyebrows. So very quietly, he makes these plans to go to the Soviet Union. And uh, it was kind of unheard of, if you think about it, uh, to, to go to Mother Russia, play Russian music, and then to win this competition. Uh, and he goes there and he does so wonderfully uh, that he clearly is the winner. Uh, but even the judges at that time are concerned. This is going to make a statement. And so they end up having to go to Nikita Khrushchev uh, to ask for permission to award this American uh, the top honor. And he says to them, was he the best? Absolutely. And history is made. And, Chai- and uh, Van Cliburn comes back to great acclaim because this meant something. If you think about it, there was a lot of concern both politically and in the general populace of America at that time. And here comes this tall Texan who has used the international music of language uh, to cross borders and say things might be okay. And he comes back to great acclaim. In fact, receives a ticker tape parade in New York. The only classical artist, actually the only musician ever to receive this honor. Um, He's on the cover of Time magazine. And more importantly, along with being a great pianist, he becomes a great humanist and, and a great philanthropist and this piano is his nine-foot concert gram. Um, it's circa 1975 he fell in love with it uh, and it became the only instrument that he performed on and he gave it to Steinway to perpetuate his legacy and it now tours the world uh, underneath this instrument here in the studio are hundreds of signatures uh, from technicians and artists from where it's appeared and we're just delighted to have it here we use it really to not only perpetuate his legacy but to make a statement about the importance of music and how the impact of music uh, in all of our lives and by the way if you want to see and hear this instrument in person it's going to be on stage at the belk theater this weekend during the charlotte symphony's classical series concerts Clyburn medalist Benedetto Lupo will play Liszt's Piano Concerto Number no. 1, and you can get more information about that at charlottesymphony.org. Gregory Knight was one of six finalists at the Van Clyburn competition this year. Gregory, I, I want to talk to you about the competition in just a moment, but first let's hear more of this great piano. What are you going to play next? Uh, this next piece is a Gershwin piece, uh, Embraceable You is the name of it. Uh, Earl Wilde, a uh, fantastic pianist who just died recently, put together a set of seven virtuoso etudes based on Gershwin tunes, and this is one of them. Mm 
All right, and this is Gregory Knight playing Van Clyburn's own piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio at WDAV. That was George Gershwin's Embraceable You, and we have Gregory Knight, one of six finalists at this year's Van Cliburn competition in Fort Worth, playing Van Cliburn's own piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV. Gregory, what was it like competing uh, in this competition and being one of the finalists? How many people actually start out the competition before it gets narrowed down? There were 159 applicants, I think, from around the world, wow. and they narrowed that down to 72 or 73 to be invited to come to Fort Worth. Wow. I think by the time we actually got there, it was down to maybe 69 or so. Okay. 
and then they just narrowed it down. There were different rounds, and each time they would narrow the first one down to 30, and then down to 12, and then down to 6. Did you have any idea going in that you'd make it to the final round? <laughs> no, I didn't know. I'd never done this before. This is the first time I've competed. Um, a lot of the people there had been in a lot of these before, and it was amazing. It was terrifying. Uh, I mean, getting out there and having you know, like four camera angles on you. They're streaming it live on the internet, so millions of people are watching. You have people chatting about you in chat rooms. You have people writing reviews about you. You have seven judges that are world-class pianists. Uh, they've recorded some of these pieces that you're playing. Uh, it was terrifying, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pressure. Uh, but no, I didn't, I didn't know how far I would make it. I, uh, I really wanted to get past the first round. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> How did you prepare for this, knowing, I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Yes, I practiced a lot. Um, I heard about it about 10 months before the competition. They added a new round. They added the fourth round with the concerto, and they also had some very distinguished judges. And that got my attention. I thought, well, you know, I got 10 months. I might be able to pull this together. <laughs> and so during that 10 months, my wife was extremely patient with me. Uh, having to listen to some really crazy literature about a million times a day. But uh, just practiced a lot. Yeah. What was it like to get to that final round? That was really encouraging, <laughs> to you, to put it mildly. One of the draws of doing it was they were having the final round in the Bass Performance Hall there in downtown Fort Worth, mm -hmm. which is an extremely beautiful performance venue. Just absolutely gorgeous stage. And when I saw that, initially I thought, who would not want to perform here? I mean, why wouldn't you at least try? And when I found it, I made it into the final because I didn't think I made it into the finals. After I played my f semifinal round, I thought, well, we might as well start deciding when to go home because I just don't think that, that was good enough. And they called my name out first. And so I jumped up and ran up there, and it was just, uh, it's hard to describe the feeling. I just could not believe that I had gotten that far. Yeah. It was a wonderful feeling. Well, congratulations. That's really Thank wonderful. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I believe you're going to play next, uh, what, is surely a favorite of many. Yeah, I think so. Claire DeLune? Yes. All right. This is Claire DeLune. We have Gregory Knight playing Van Clyburn's piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV.
Uh, the beautiful Claire de Lune by Claude WC. That was 2016 uh, Van Cliburn competition finalist Gregory Knight playing Van Cliburn's piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV. And one more piece from Gregory here in just a moment. Mark Love of Steinway Piano Gallery, Charlotte and Greensboro is with me as well. Uh, Mark, where does the piano go from here? I know it's going to be at the Charlotte Symphony Concerts this weekend. After that, where does it go? After that, we're going to bring it back to the gallery uh, here in Charlotte and make it available to the community. Um, if you want an opportunity to uh, sit down and, and play Van Cliburn's wonderful nine-foot concert Steinway, uh, you can just contact the uh, Steinway Piano Gallery Charlotte, uh, and we have a schedule. Uh, you can come in and, and spend some time with the instrument, and we are c- encouraging people to do so. We've had uh, families in and children, and I and, uh, always love the fact that uh, we had a recital recently uh, of a local teacher, and I got to stand up and introduce them and let some of these young players know that their very first uh, performance would be on Van Cliburn's personal instrument, and how neat is that? Yeah. Is there something unique about the instrument beyond the fact that it was Van Cliburn's? You know, uh, each Steinway is inherently unique. Um, those who own a Steinway know that. Um, I think that there's a, there's a, well, I hear with Gregory's performances this, this lush, rich tone. Um, it's a little bit brighter than some of the Steinways that I know, and I think he really loved that particular almost percussive character to it. Um, you know, this piano has traveled a great deal. Um, Van Cliburn, as with, if you remember last year, we were blessed to bring uh, Horowitz's piano in here for you. And this is one of the rare artists that, that would take their piano with them. So this piano is unique in that it's seen uh, more parts of the world than probably you and I have. Um, but it's unique because he was very, very particular. I had an opportunity to spend time with him in 1994 in Boston, and uh, he really really knew what it was that he was looking for in an instrument and was very particular. And in fact, the story of this is, is interesting. This is part of what's called Steinway's concert stock. And, and this is inventory that's not for sale. This is, uh, we maintain concert stock here where a venue might need a fine instrument and, and we're going to make available that D. And this is actually called CD375. And he happened to be engaged for a program up in Manhattan and fell in love with this instrument. And he told Steinway, I'd like to buy it. And they said, it's not for sale. And he said, no, you don't understand. I would like to buy it. And sure enough, in in short order, uh, Henry Steinway arranged for it to be rotated out of concert stock, and it became Van Cliburn's uh, treasured instrument. And the instrument that he took with him uh, on all his remaining uh, performances from 1975 until his passing in 2013. And do you have a website or a place people can go to find out more about Yes, you can visit SteinwayPGCH.com, SteinwayPGCH.com, or Steinway Piano Gallery Charlotte, if you Google, uh, and we have information on the website and a number where you can call and uh, schedule your time to come in and enjoy this wonderful instrument. Wonderful. And you can also see and hear the piano uh, this weekend during the Charlotte Symphony Classical Series Concerts. Clyburn medalist Benedetto Lupo will be playing Franz Liszt Piano Concerto Number 1. That's this weekend, and you can find out more at charlottesymphony.org. All right, uh, Gregory Knight, we have time for one more. What are we going to hear? This is Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor, a very well-known piece as well. All right, Gregory Knight playing Van Clyburn's Piano here on WDAV. Thank you. 
Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor, Opus 3. That was Van Cliburn competition finalist Gregory Knight playing Van Cliburn's piano here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV. Uh, Gregory, that was wonderful. Beautiful piece. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, what's next for you? You're going to enter again? Can you enter uh, a second time? Yes, I can. Uh, one of the benefits of not winning is that you can go back. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You going to do it? Well, everybody I ask, I've been trying to take a poll of, of people, say, should I go back? And uh, everyone has said I should. Yeah. So i probably give it a shot. I've got a little more time this time. So we'll just see what, what right. happens. And if, is it, do you have a website where people can find out about yes, your Yes, uh, com. I can go there. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, we have Mark Love of Steinway. What's the address again for people who want to get their hands on this piano and play it a bit? That is uh, www.steinwaypgch.com. That's pgch.com. Mark Love, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to a presentation from the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV. It was mixed in the Samuel R. Spencer Recording Studio, made possible by a gift to the WDAV Future Campaign from Catherine Belk in memory of her husband, Tom Belk.